0: Peace and love, everyone. It's Sammut with Mama Yoga's Wellness here, and you are tuned in for another episode of Mind Body Energy in Balance. As usual, I always want to give a, a shout out to my producer and partner in abundance over the airways, what's up, Flaw?
1: going on everybody
0: that's Flaw 700 right there everybody you know the uh producer extraordinaire of the podcast brothers uh network along with fresco j uh and so um flaw I always try to get him to talk during my podcast because if y'all listen to the podcast brothers network and 700 block it be lit they funny funny as hell okay and so I'm like flaw talk on uh, mind body energy and balance but I guess that ain't really a funny topic (laughs) so y'all you know leave him some shout outs uh, out there in the podcast world, to talk more on, on uh, mind, body, energy, and balance, what'd you say about that flaw?
1: I mean, you know, I just be listening to the gems that get dropped. You know, very insightful podcast. So yeah, I just be in my zone.
0: Okay, all right. Well, I ain't trying to pull you out the zone. That's what's up. And uh, as usual, I always want to give praise and honor to the uh, the beneficent ancestors upon whose shoulders I stand and give praise and honor to the great teachers who have kept these teachings and spiritual information intact over the thousands of years that we may be learning this information here and now in the 21st century. You know, there's nothing new under the sun. All life experiences, circumstances, and information is simply recycled during that particular time and space. As they say, matter and energy cannot be destroyed. Matter and energy cannot be destroyed. It is only recreated and redistributed. So is the same for vast knowledges of information. And in that vein, we give thanks and honor to those great teachers who have held this information intact, that we may be nourished by it in this space and time. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. So before we begin this week's show, I want to uh, introduce or, or talk about a new component that we introduced in last week's episode, and that is going back. To give thanks and much gratitude to people who are listening to the Mind, Body, and, uh, Energy, and Balance show and pulling some of the wonderful feedback and the messages that people have left uh, after they listen to the show. So last week's show was, Girl, Why You Can't Keep a Man. I mean, it was fire. People had a lot to say about that. And you know, we're going to flesh that topic out more as time goes on. But I just want to pull a few uh, comments that were left and, indeed, additions to the discussion of that particular podcast from some of our faithful you know, listeners to our show. On Twitter, we pull uh, the quote or the comment from Dualistic. What's up, Dualistic? How y'all doing? Dang, I um, am so excited to see y'all left like 50 comments.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. had a, they had a field day on that
0: topic. a field on that topic. Girl, have me on you show. Let's talk about it and flesh it out. So uh, Dualistic said uh, to the topic of Girl, Why Can't You Keep a Man? Right, And the whole premise of that podcast was about Understanding how to see the value in one another, right? That it ain't always the woman who can't keep the man. Like, what is going on in the minds of people where they're not seeing the value in one another? And dualistic comments said, let's take a diamond, for instance. It comes out with flaws. It comes out dirty. Not so beautiful. But the value of that diamond is much, much more than the eye can see. Now, that's what's up. Right? That's exactly the point. And then we had um, another uh, comment from uh, one of the dynamic duo in dualistic from uh, Kalashae. Girl, how you say your name? Kal- Kalisha Kalashae? I don't know. K-L-A-S-H-A-E. Kalashae B. Tell us how to say it, honey. We'll do our Googles on it where you hit the button and it say the name for you. <laughs> and she said, It was such a, this show was such a great listen. Thank you, darling. I'm glad you enjoyed it, and I hope it was nourishing to your spirit, okay? So we'll be doing this from all the shows here on out. Um, and, uh, just shouting out people, you know, as they are giving a listen, Hey, you take the time to listen to to our shows and the information that we research and that we study and we take into our spirit and then bring it out to you as best we can. You taking the time to listen and comment. We want to take the time to acknowledge you for that and say, thank you and show gratitude for you within the context of the show. So Thank you, y'all, for listening. All right. So now this week's show, we want to talk to you in a series format. Last week we introduced the idea that we're going to now put our shows up in a series or season style format. You know how um, the Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, flaw, you just got there. I'm so glad you got there. We can talk about it now. (laughs) Right? How a show like the Game of Thrones or Ballers or Power or whatever people watch, right? Is in seasons. And so what we're going to do is we're going to put up for you six episodes uh, in a season. And the next six weeks we're going to talk about uh, this series or season is going to be about flat belly nutrition. I hear everybody done got closer to the radio. Done got closer to the stream, right? Flat belly nutrition. And uh, what it takes in terms of the way we eat, the herbs that can be used, the vitamins, nutraceuticals as they are called. That is nutrients in a, uh, in a um, vitamin form that can add the body and aid the body in a very powerful way. So nutrition, that is food, actual, real, whole food, uh, herbs. Uh, that one can take, and herbal medicinals that one can take, and nutrients or nutraceuticals, that is your vitamins and minerals that you would take from a nutrition standpoint to aid in uh, getting rid of stubborn belly fat. So before we go there, though, we need to understand the whole thing around the, bur- the belly fat, right, and why it is such uh, an epidemic in our communities across the country. The statistics are that 75% of American adults are obese or overweight. I said 75% of people 21 and older are overweight or obese. That means that they have a body mass index of greater than 26. Right? They have more fat on their body then the body is able to burn, so it begins to store. Part of the reason that this is such a problem for your health and vitality is the cardiovascular concern, not just the diabetic concern and the other chronic illnesses that come with extreme or unnecessary amounts of fat on your body. But the cardiovascular concern, though, let's just stick there a moment, all right? One of the biomarkers for probable heart attack and cardiac arrest is if you have a waistline that is bigger than half your height in inches. Let me break that math down for you. Half your height in inches, right? I'm just adjusting my chair, y'all, if the volume changed on you, but I'm here, right? So, here's the thing. If a person is 5 feet tall, that's 60 inches in height. That's 60 inches tall. According to the American Cardiology Association, your waistline measured around your belly should be half your inches, half your height in inches. So if a person is 60 inches tall, their waistline should be under 30 inches when you take a tape measure and measure it around their their belly, their navel. Not directly on the ribs. Everybody's waist is small around the ribs, right? The high waist. We ain't talking about that. We're talking about that waistline uh, belly button around the belly button. The reason that 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 waistline needs to be smaller than half your height in inches is because human beings have something known as the omentum, the omentum sheath. The omentum is your fuel storage pouch. It is a thin layer that lays on top of the rectus abdominis and your internal organs. And that omentum, the omentum sheath has been created in the human being since time immemorial and is designed to store excess fat. Now the body stores excess fat for times of famine. That's what fat on the body is for. It is for... When there's no food, the body will begin to break down the fat and use it as fuel to keep you alive. The omentum, the hips, the waist, the, I'm sorry, the, the omentum, that belly, big belly, juicy belly, hips and buttocks and thighs are where the fat for fuel on the body gets stored the most. Well, when we have a diet that is denatured or uh, demineralized and there's no nutrition in the things that we are eating, the body registers those foods as toxins, wraps them in a wall of fat, and stuffs them in your omentum. Come on here now. Stuffs them in the omentum, and over time, the omentum then becomes full. So you're all set for the famine. <laughs> the omentum, the pouch on top of your abdominal muscles now becomes full and fluffy and heavy. You're carrying around your body's refrigerator, stored fat, That how we were created from primal or primitive times. So when the omentum gets full and carrying it around for years and years, it sits on the internal organs. Now let me give you a visual of what I'm talking about when I say a full omentum. Right? Back in the day, they used to call it a beer belly. You see a guy with a big belly hanging over his belt. He looks like he's about to have a baby, right? Nine months pregnant. He's just big old belly. That's not his stomach. The stomach of each person is about the size of your fist and a little bigger. Maybe about uh, maybe the size of a small, medium balloon, if that big, Right? When you see somebody with that big belly look like they're about to have give birth to twins, that's the omentum sheath that is full of stored fat. That's not their stomach that is that big and blown up, All right? So carrying that much stored fuel and not burning it regularly or in sufficiently, the weight of that Momentum now pushes on your internal organs and prevents sufficient blood flow and oxygen to those organs and prevents the lower chambers of the heart from receiving as much blood flow as it needs to receive. Over time, this decreases the effectiveness and the uh, capacity of your organs. So that's why that waist circumference is so important to keep your belly as flat as possible. It really can shorten your life. Now check that out. The system that the creator designed to help you survive in a famine is now a cause, a contributing cause to shortening your life. Because of the lifestyles that we live here in abundant industrialized societies. We suffer from abundance. And abundance (laughs) of processed food products. It's not food. It's food products. So the body registers non-natural substances as toxins and it wraps off, walls off that McDonald's cheeseburger that you ate, that they're passing off as food. The body sees that as a foreign substance and walls it off and stores it in your omentum as well as your butt, hips, thighs, and the like. The body sees that Snickers bar which ain't no chocolate cocoa cocoa in the dang one thing it's all sugar caramelized you know confection the body sees that as a toxin it's like i don't know what to do with this you know what am I do with this i'm trying to make hair and skin and nails and eyelashes and organs keep her organs strong keep his you know his muscles strong i don't know what to do with this stuff it put it wrap it give it to the omentum Stuff it in there. It must be a famine coming because he, she, keep eating all his non-food. Where is the food? So the body will stuff and store and package and put away things in the omentum and the rest of the storage areas of the body to keep it away from your major organs.
1: Well, no more Snickers for me.
0: (laughs) I'm surprised about that. I'm surprised that you even eat Snickers. You all buff. I didn't think it, I, I think it was a problem. Yes, dear. I ain't saying. Okay, look, Snickers, Mars, m M&M, m Don't be writing me companies talking about my mama yoga while you talking about Snickers. You know why I'm talking about Snickers. I'm just saying. Okay, you can have a Snicker every now and again, but the Snickers cannot be a food group. Right? It can't be something that you eat all the time. Halloween about to come up, right? All Hallows Eve. That's a whole nother discussion. But I'm saying there's going to be hella rain, hella candy everywhere. Take it easy, people. (laughs) You know? So, uh, you know, for everybody who's listening out there that may say the same thing, well, that's it for Snickers. You know, okay, you can still have chocolate, but make sure it's chocolate. If you're going to eat a Snickers bar, Do it once a year, like a New Year's resolution. I'm having one Snickers bar. Honestly, because what happens is the body doesn't know what that is. And when you eat 24 hours, not 24 hours a day, but when your largest part of your diet is processed, synthetic foodstuffs, the body has no nutrition.
1: So even if you go to Wendy's and get a salad, the body still is going to recognize that as... A processed meal and not the green leaves and chicken that you really, the nutritionist you can get out of the salad.
0: So here's the thing. All fast food restaurants, all of them, not some of them, not a couple of them, all of them, all the meat is processed, what we call frankenfood meats. You have to be very, very careful. Right? Those foods are not, they are, there's a, please do your Googles. Look up meat glue. They take the scraps of an animal, grind it down, and then put a glue in it. I can't think of the name of it right now, but we could bring it up if you want. Uh, We'll do our Googles and give you the exact name. But they glue the meat together. The chicken nuggets, the steaks, all of this has this meat glue in it. Over time, that glue causes a carcinogenic effect in the human body. The salads are probably the safest thing that you could eat at somewhere called Wendy's. Or like Wendy's, right. And the meat glue... That's got to be bigger, baby. You know I can't see okay. that. Uh, my uh, flaw is doing his uh, producer thing and bringing up uh, the information for us here. But uh, the salad is probably the safest thing. But now here's the other side to that. It's full of sugar. The leaves are washed in sugar water. Why? Because sugar is an addictive thing and they want you to keep buying them salads. That salad is so good. How that salad is so good. The meat glue is called transglutamase. It is meat glue. It's called transglutamase. And over time, it is a carcinogenic um, chemical in the body. That is, it creates, induces, and produces cancerous cells in your body. And it is used in every fast food meat. Those um, imitation crab meats, meat glue. The steaks that you buy that say uh, "Don't defrost this; cook it frozen." It's meat glue. That's why they don't want you to defrost it. The damn thing gonna fall apart, <laughs> right? So please be very careful when you're eating these things, right? The best food is as local as you can get it, right? I go to I ain't gonna say the name of the store, right? Cause they might be a sponsor one day. <laughs> But I go to one of these big, whole, holistic, you know, grocery stores or whatever, and they got apples, organic apples, sitting up there from New Zealand. How far is New Zealand from New Jersey? (laughs) And the apple is sitting up there looking just as pretty and perfect, like, like, you know, you picked it off the tree yesterday. That's not organic. Knock it off. Local. Within 100 miles of where you live is where you want to buy your food from. You want to find some farms near you. I'm still talking about flat belly nutrition, everybody. Find some local farms near you, a farmer's market near you. If you're going to eat um, eggs and cheese and animal products, buy them locally. From a farmer who you can go to his farm and you see the chickens running around. Cage-free means uh, that they are in a barn. Free range is what you want. And they cost like, you know, they cost a a couple dollars unless you go directly to the farm yourself. But I'm just saying, right? You know, we have to, if we want our health, and a flat belly is beautiful. It's a lovely thing to look at. I got a little bit of flat belly envy going on because my belly, you know, my belly's kind of flat, but it's not. It's uh, I'm neat, but I'm not lean. That's what I'm going for, right? And that's why I'm sharing this information with you, too. Like my body structure, my weight, everything fits and looks good and I'm not sloppy and stuff ain't spilling all over and no muffin top or none of that. But I want to, the older you get, you want to stay as lean as you can because it's harder to get the weight off and it affects your health, you know, in a worse way as well. So if you're going to eat these things, you want to eat as natural as the way God grew it up out of the ground or created it as possible. For the longest time, going on 25 years now, vegan, you know, I was a vegan person. Right. And I can confidently sit here and say I'm no longer a, you know, a dedicated vegan in that vein. But even as a vegan, we were eating all of these so-called processed meats. These, uh, what do you call them? Fake meats, not processed meats, but fake meats. But they, they end up being processed too. So they would be like soy bean, you know, and wheat gluten mixed together to make like a chewy type of, uh, fake chicken or veggie burger. Right? What is that though? But what is it? Right? They even got like veggie ham, vegetarian ham. (laughs) Shout out to my son-in-law. God rest his soul. He used to say, Ma, I don't want no pork, no, I don't want no hog, no matter what it's made from. And I had to get with that. And then I started thinking, like, what is this, though? How do you get a bean to be that chewy? Right. Like, what is it? Uh, I bet you some meat glue up in that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> so the point is, you want to eat as natural as possible so that the body registers what you're eating as a compatible substance. Our body is a carbon-based chemical machine. And the, the, the most nurturing diet for the human body is plant-based. If we were true carnivores, we would have incisors and claws. And when we saw an animal, excuse me, We would run over and jump on the animal and rip it open with our claws and bite it in the ass and eat it like that. (laughs) But how do humans eat their meat? We get it, first of all, we're punk too punk to kill it. We got to go get it off the shelf at the shopping, right? Bring it home, put some onions and garlic and peppers, salt and pepper and paprika in a pan, put the meat in the pan, flip it around till it's brown, just about look like the bottom of your shoe, pull it out, and then chew it and eat it. Carnivores don't eat their food like that. Right? First of all, cooking the meat kills all of the nutrients in the meat. Right? So, So, if you're going to eat animal flesh get it as local as you can that goes for butter eggs dairy products all of that stuff too i'm not advocating one way or the other i think everybody have to make their own choices i am simply providing information and as the back matter of our show says do your own research people you know we leave this information in our show notes so you can do your own research and verify and uh you know comment on what we are sharing So flat belly nutrition then, you got to start with understanding what is fluffing the belly up. It is, of course, the the major culprit, sugar. We put a young lady on the uh, Mama Yoga Wellness Program and just the only thing we did was we told her to eat how she usually eat, just stop drinking soda. She lost 16 pounds in 30 days. Stop drinking the soda. She lost 16 pounds in 30 days. Her waistline dropped 2 inches in 30 days. Right? Sugar is a major culprit around the waistline because the body uh, has to... Sugar is a fat-storing hormone or a fat-storing trigger in the body. Once you release insulin into the body because sugar... Okay, let me back up. Once you eat sugar, the body releases insulin... Insulin now uh, permeates through the bloodstream. As long as insulin is present, insulin requires that the body store excess fat. Your body can't burn fat and store fat at the same time. It's going to do one or the other. So the body is going to store fat as long as insulin is present within the bloodstream. So when we eat sugar, that is drink sodas or eat cakes or cookies or a lot of carbohydrates which convert to sugar in our bloodstream, then the body is releasing insulin and shutting down the other hormones that burns fat as opposed to store fat. So we know sugar is a major culprit. Another major culprit is processed foods, as we talked about eating from, you know, any type of fast food place, you know. In fact, most restaurants. And when you go to a store, you want to make sure that you buy st- meat with a bone in it, if you're going to buy meat. Because they cannot meat glue bones. Most of the meat glue products have uh, are like, um, you know, like uh, without a bone, shaped and formed but there's no bone in it right so you want to eat as less processed uh food as possible because the body uh sees that as uh, a toxin and an invader and it'll wall it off question Mm -hmm. a lot
1: of people that i watch uh healthy videos Mm -hmm. bodybuilders they eat a lot of chicken breasts Mm -hmm. right is that an issue
0: what do you mean, is it an issue?
1: Well, you just said make sure the, the meat has a bone in it. Right. Like, you know, chicken wings, chicken thighs. Right. But if you go buy a boneless turkey breast.
0: Right. So, so you can buy, uh, if you buy a boneless turkey breast, just make sure you know the reputable source, right? I'll say it again. I've said it a million times. If I were a meat eater, I would buy my meat from the Amish people. I just go up to the farmer's market when they're there and just buy my meat, my chickens, and all of that from the Amish people. The chicken breasts, all of that. They have all of that up there. They still raise their animals for the most part. You always got rogue communities that just do whatever. But for the most part, they raise their animals as holistically and as humane as possible. They take them to the slaughter as humane as possible, clean them up, and they have lived A pasture life as opposed to a factory farm life where the where the hormones in that animal are so jacked up because he living under fear and, you know, um, and and brutal, um, brutal factory farming conditions. That's what I would do if I was a meat eater. You with me? Yeah. So so that, uh, but you know, these bodybuilders, when a person is a bodybuilder, that's a whole nother show. But they have to eat so much meat and protein to get their bodies to look like that. They ain't going to the Amish people. They going to fine fare or wherever is cheapest and buy the most quantity of chicken that they can get. And then they just, you know, putting their body through all kinds of situations like that. That's a great question, though. But for us who just want to have pleasing aesthetics, but not necessarily freakish aesthetics, you, we probably should go to the Amish folk or somewhere like that where you have a trust for what they are producing. So to keep the belly flat and to lower your risk for all of these chronic conditions like diabetes, uh, like high blood pressure, impotence, lack of sexual libido for women. Uh, Is it called impotence for women? It ain't called impotence for women. I think it's just called lack of of libido. All of these uh, conditions uh, are lifestyle conditions and of course the big one, cardiovascular disease. You want to keep that momentum empty. You want to burn that fat on your body. You want to put your body in a fat store, a fat a fat burning uh, pro- uh, mode. You don't want your body to have a fat-storing mode. And that happens when we eat too much sugar, too many carbohydrates, and have a largely uh, um, a largely processed food diet. You got a question, Flo? Yeah. I thought you was asking a question. Yeah, okay, so keeping your belly flat, fat but flat belly nutrition, That is. those are the processes that you want to go through. First, understand what, you know, what that extra belly is about now quiet as is kept and this definitely uh is going to come out uh hopefully it'll come out in the research uh uh journals but it may not uh come out in the public media but I'm just going to go on and tell you because I've done the research myself uh, and many natural holistic healers can verify the majority of people who have a lot of body fat uh is not that they eat a lot of food is that the food that they're eating is not nourishing their cells. And so because the body sees the food that they're eating, as I said like four times already, the body sees the food that they're eating as a toxin, it walls it off in a fat pocket and then stores it around the, uh, in the omentum, hips, thighs, and buttocks. So the person is not, is not that they're eating a lot of food, it's that they're malnutritioned. Believe it or not they're actually starving. If that person were to eat a raw raw salads and continue to eat the processed food that they were eating within a week their body will probably drop 10 pounds and the craving for the processed food will dissipate. We've put this to the test many times. Last year, we had our woman's retreat in Puerto Rico. Shout out to my good friend Sky of Sky Juice, a phenomenal vegan, raw vegan chef uh, who's done uh, amazing things. She's been on some of the uh, biggest network platforms uh, in our country. And y'all can look her up on social media. That's Sky Juice or Sky Davis uh, is her um, her social media handle, we had our retreat out there. And I can't forget Chandra, Mama Amashandra. We had our retreat at Skye's um, Resort in Puerto Rico last year. And the women who came in between the wellness retreat, I'm just going to tell it, they was going to Walmart buying Intamin's cookies and candies and cakes And keeping them in their room. I mean, they grown. What the hell? You know, they do what they want to do. They paid their money to come. They grown. But we were insistent on providing a wellness retreat. And Skye cooked all the food. She had collard green lettuce wraps and, you know, all this just beautiful, abundant, bright, vibrant food. When we got ready to leave, we were cleaning out the uh, refrigerators, you know, from the guest quarters. And we found all of the intimins and Snickers and Honey Buns and all this stuff that they had bought, but they didn't eat. We were only there a week, and women were talking about how their clothes don't fit, and their clothes are loose on them and all this, because the food... That they were getting was nourishing the cells so they ate less and they weren't craving the junk. When you eat an American, standard American diet, we call it a sad diet, you deprive your cells of nutrition. And so you stay hungry or you stay eating or craving the food That has flavor, but no nutrition. So people who have an excess amount of body weight, nine times out of ten, they are actually suffering from malnutrition. They're not getting nourishment from their food. It's simply a placeholder in their gut, as opposed to nourishing the body. When the body is nourished, it burns up whatever, it goes to work. It just gets rid of whatever it don't need. Well, we don't need that. That hang around too long. It's going to sit on, you know, the major organs. And then she's going to have heart trouble and asthma and all this thing. We got to get rid of this. And it goes to work when the body's nourished. So the first thing to understand in this first episode of Flat Belly Nutrition is check your food. How is the food you're eating, is it nourish, is it real food, or is it food product? And that's the thing. That's the first order of business. You know, make sure that you're drinking a lot of water. Lemon water in the morning is fine. Lemon water all day. Some people even like lime water. I'm a fan of lemon water. Uh, and you can drink it warm in the water in the morning. You can have apple cider vinegar, lemon water, and a little bit of cinnamon. That goes a long way in helping with your appetite. It also helps with the digestion of the body, which is a whole nother show that we're going to have to do. Uh, Because the other concern or the other component to being now malnourished is that your body doesn't have enough enzymes uh, in the food that you're eating. So you become, uh, you have digestion issues. And then, you know, we have this multi-trillion, with a T, trillion dollar uh, pharmaceutical uh, industry on gastrointestinal illnesses alone, or gastrointestinal medications alone. Acid reflux, GERD, indigestion, XYZ, on and on and on. So we got to talk about the enzymes to use as the series goes on as well. But again, the first line, the first order of business is to understand that that waistline needs to be smaller, half your inches in height, Uh, half your height in inches, rather. Uh, And, you know, you can do that by first eliminating the sugary stuff out of your diet as best you can. Uh, And, you know, drinking a lot of water and making sure the food you're eating is actually food, (laughs) not foodstuffs. All right. So flat belly nutrition, people will talk more about it uh, as uh, the weeks go on. I'd love to hear your comments about this particular episode. And if you've had experience where you decided to clean up your diet and, you know, made some changes in how your whole overall health got better, I would love to hear you could share that with me. You know, you see people doing a lot of abdominal exercises and plank holds and sit-ups and crunches and all of that abs are made in the kitchen people you can strengthen the abdominal muscles but if you got a layer of fat sitting on top of them in the omentum who gonna see them <laughs> we all have abdominal you got good core you everybody got you know most people have good core strength but with that that you know big storage pouch sitting on top of the core is bad for your back it hurts your internal organs it contributes to a lack of libido and sexual health and vitality you know it really just and and not to mention some of the other illnesses that we talked about in terms of the chronic illnesses so start with your diet Uh, abs are made in the kitchen uh, and you can begin to see some differences if you make those changes okay Uh, As usual, I'm Samut A. Scott with uh, Mama Yoga's Wellness. And thank you so much for listening to our podcast here. Like us across our social media platforms. Leave us a review on iTunes. And uh, next week we will select some of your comments to read on uh, the air while we are podcasting. Did I say that right, Flo? Did I get it good? All right. Peace and love, everyone. Good and glorious day, everyone. Just a little bit of a note here. The information shared on the Mind-Body-Energy In Balance Show, shared by Samut A. Scott, any of her guests, and Mama Yoga Wellness is not intended to diagnose, treat, or replace competent medical advice. Please do your own research, people, and consult your health care provider as needed. Peace and love.